Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. That one in Tri-County. There was one in Tri-County. Crestview Hills. Still there? Still there. One in Crestview Hills is still there? No, it's gone. Oh, it's, it's gone. something else now. I think it's a McKenzie River pub or something like that. Uh, I was always I fascinated remember. how they grew those trees on the rooftop. Oh, at Carabas. Yeah. <laughs> and there used to be one on Kemper, I think. West Kemper, Tri County. Is that still there? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, don't even try to track Taylor Swift's private jet. We will get to that story here in uh, just a few minutes. But, you know, since we're talking about the Super Bowl, let's begin the Sour Z News with quarterback Brock Purdy Brock of the Purdy. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, he's just precious. He's so cute. Some say he's the next Tom Brady. Yep, and he's cheap. He has he such is. the cutest little baby face, Jen. You're oh, so right. he's precious. Yeah. So he is by far the best value in the NFL. He was 262nd and the final pick in the 2022 NFL draft. The final pick? The final pick. They call that Mr. What, uneventful or something like that? They well, wrote it on the back of yeah. his jersey. I think that's what it's called, or Mr. Something. Well, he's doing all right because he's starting in the Super Bowl, and he is still in his rookie contract. So his salary this past year was $850,000. Let me ask you this. When Joe Burrow got signed for the rookie contract, what, what rookie, was he making when we went to the Super Bowl? What was his rookie deal? I think they give them the same, uh, it's the same, the same amount. Yeah, type of thing. Mr. Irrelevant is what it's called. That's it's the it nickname given to the person who's drafted last overall. And so on his jersey when they gave it to him, that's what his jersey said. That's funny. Yeah. Alright, so to put that money in perspective, there are 20 starting quarterbacks who made a salary before the first game of the season was even over. And 19 of them are not in the Super Bowl this year. Lamar Jackson of the Ravens made Brock's entire salary in just 11 minutes into game one. Oh, wow. Thanks to his $80 million salary. Unreal. It took Patrick Mahomes 16 minutes. He made $59.4 million this year. Daniel Jones of the New York Giants, who was having a pretty bad season and got cut short by an injury, he did it in 19 minutes. Oh, my God. Wow. Another eight QBs made Brock's salary in one to ten games, including Jordan Love of the Packers, uh, Tagovailoa of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Tua. They call him Tua for I can short, never Jen. say his last name. And uh, Tampa Bay's Baker Mayfield. Wow. So... Yeah. That's amazing. That's, crazy. That's yeah. in- insane. I know. Isn't that crazy? Totally insane. 
So how does that work then? He like going into next season, like up. at the end of this season, it, his... it works the exact same like Joe Burrow did. So you work on your rookie contract usually for four years, I think it is. How and... many? We don't know how many years he's got left on this rookie contract. Well, though? he just signed what last 2022. year, twenty twenty two. Yeah, two God, years ago. So he really? probably has another year or two <laughs> left. He's well, that's what we did just... with Joe Burrow like, are too. You kidding me? And then that's when they gave him two. What is it? Two seventy five million. Wow. Yeah. So he'll be <laughs> negotiating. It'll be the exact. It, same he'll make thing. up for it. He he'll continue to drive. To stay you healthy. Know. <laughs> yeah, for his, sure. His Camry for another season, and yeah. then he'll be in the. He can't retire just in the yet. Porsche. Yeah. And he splits. He's his, young. He shares a room, an apartment with someone else on the team. On the team, like him and some other guy. That's share crazy. Share a room. Yeah, wow. but he can make money from his in. Influencer campaigns too, which hopefully are paying him more than his salary. They probably are. You yeah. would hope. Like is eight, he in any commercials? If he can Who's get, he if he could get a commercial away from Travis Kelsey, maybe yeah, he can. No I mean, you look at that objectively: eight hundred fifty thousand dollars a year is a ton Ooh, of, money. A it's of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. But oh, he's yeah. also a really young guy, and you don't you want him to stay healthy because God forbid if right. if he sustained a career ending injury, sure. He doesn't have enough for retirement. No. Have to change careers. So <laughs> fingers crossed for him. That's great. Good for him. Okay, yeah. we'll take a break. Uh, more on the Super Bowl, including Taylor Swift's appearance, among other things. Uh, Roger Goodell weighing in on the script. Oh, I'm hearing Carabas is still open at Crestview. That the place that I was thinking is next door. Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Somebody just messaged right. us. Okay, Carabas in Crestview later. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news, guys. Tanya says Carabas is open. McKenzie River is next to it. Okie doke. Hmm. Uh, Snoop Dogg and Master P are suing Walmart. We'll explain as your e-news continues next. Jeff and Jen at Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art so speaking of taylor swift uh, she is threatening to sue a college student from the university of central florida i guess who's been tracking her private jet uh, the student has been running a social media account that tracks the activity of private jets and helicopters owned by celebrities and other rich people. A uh, 2022 report even showed that Taylor is the biggest celebrity carbon dioxide polluter. Oh, God. Yep. Taylor's team considers the tracking to be, quote, stalking and harassing behavior, going as far as to call it a life or death matter for Taylor. I've heard, too, that on the app, that they're tracking her, that it's this private jet icon, like a little icon on the screen with uh -huh. little little kitty ears. Oh, really? Oh, cute. I'm That's making this funny. up. I don't oh, I thought that was real. <laughs> I was like, how cute is that? That's how I'm visually That's... seeing it in my mind. I didn't know you could add your own emojis to your airplane. <laughs> well, like, the student says the he's not doing anything wrong because the information he gathers is public, including her tour schedule, by the way. Uh, here's a quote from the student. This information is already out there. Her team thinks they can control the world. 
for what it's worth, Taylor recently downsized to just one private jet. Uh, the app that I use to uh, track airplanes, like you, you know, this is the nerd I am. I'll be sitting in the backyard, and let's say there's a big jet that's flying kind of low over the house. Uh-huh. We do we do live in the um, Lunkin flight uh, approach path. So every once in a while, there will be like a strange looking plane. It'll arouse my curiosity. And so I'll hop on. It's an app called Flight Aware. And it'll tell you, you know, the jet, like where it's coming from, uh, where it's going, who owns it, that kind of thing. And you can do it for really any airport, like planes that are coming in and out of any airport, or you can hit location services, and it's just the planes that are flying over you. Like, uh-huh. there will be one 33,000 feet above you. You don't even see it, but it's on its way to Japan. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I'm looking at CBG right now, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight planes that have taken off in the last 15 minutes. And because it's just that busy time, a lot yeah. of passenger jets. Wow. The Frontier flight to Miami left a little bit ago. Uh, the Delta flight to Atlanta left a little bit ago. Huh. There's a cargo jet that's on its way to what is what is NLE? Oh, that's Mexico City. That's going to Mexico City. <laughs> oh, here's another one. DHL just left CVG. Well, there you go. It's on its way to NGO. What is NGO? NGO is... Uh, Cheetah, Japan. What do you know? It just left. Wow. Wonder we, what's on we that. We missed it. Wonder what they're shipping off today. They got right. a lot of fuel Who's got on a package there? on that? A lot of, lot oh, of P&G yeah. stuff. Oh. I'm just yeah. guessing. But anyway, know. the point I'm making is that, like, all this stuff is public. Yeah. And it gives you the flight number, the type of plane it is, tells you how fast it's going, how high it currently is, yeah. all that stuff. Huh. How many private jets fly out of CVG, or do they all go out of Lunkin? Most of them go out of Lunkin, but you do occasionally see private planes fly in and out of CVG. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I like when you can, uh, when you're taxiing and you can look over and see them, you're like, ooh, I wonder who's on that. Right. I wonder who's on that little cute Cessna. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'll look at, like, if you click more details, it'll tell you who owns it, and it'll even give you a history of where the plane has been. Wow. Like the last few oh, legs. Wow. That's pretty wild. My dad was telling me that the challenge with the Taylor Swift flight is it doesn't have anywhere to land. Like, they can land it, but it doesn't have anywhere for it to stay. All of the gates or all of the parking spaces have already been accounted for. Hmm. So they're wondering if they're, like, I guess the speculation is, is that they'll have to divert, like, they'll drop her. And, oh, and then park somewhere and then else park at another somewhere airport. somewhere else. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. I guess that's because they have all of the people that are flying in for the Super Bowl just regularly yeah. that go there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, Roger Goodell is weighing in on the NFL script. He's talking about it. Mm-hmm. There are uh, enough people that are suspicious. Yeah. He says it's all true. <laughs> We're trying to take over the world. There you go. Well, if they can script that, they can script pretty much anything, right? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the allegation is that, you know, there's some kind of conspiracy for ratings. And it's like, what are you talking about? That's what the NFL does. They're trying to get people in the seats. They're trying to get people to watch the game. Mm-hmm. I think that it's uh, what they did was they went through the entire roster of people and they looked to see 
Who had the number 87? Because 87 plus 13 equals 100. And then when they got to Travis Kelsey, they were like, oh, this writes itself. Here's the guy. Let's hook these two up. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, the conspiracy theory is that the NFL scripted the whole Taylor and Travis romance for ratings. I don't think I'm that good a scripter um, or anybody on our staff. I, I, I think it's, you know, I, there is no way that I could have scripted that one. Let's just put it that way. Right. But he isn't Like saying, you're going to admit yeah. it. He's also not <laughs> I, That's what kills it's me. not scripted. Like, is it true? All right, if they went to all this trouble to create this entire reality right. for us to view that is all one big fat so you, you ask them are they going to say oh yeah we made it all up they're no. not going to tell you <laughs> no they're going to say we t- just, you can't write this you stuff you can't write it right stuff writes itself it's like come on <laughs> that's what always cracks me up yeah. about the conspiracy well, you know, reality is stranger than fiction what can I so, tell you <laughs> what are you guys feeling though about the Super Bowl on Sunday I mean with everything that's either scripted or not scripted or how do you think this will play out there's going to be a twist obviously be- Taylor's going to make it we all know that yeah. it's going to come down to the very last play I think it will be because close. they sold a lot of commercials they're all not the way just going to gonna the let the, f- the team like have a four Somebody point blow lead, it out. run or away a four with it. touchdown lead in the first quarter. Like, nope, it's going to come down to the very last play. Do you guys think, think that it'll be a remake of twenty twenty? Don't like, remember because, that. So, well, the twenty twenty Super Bowl was the Chiefs versus the Forty ers and the Chiefs won. I think the Chiefs are going to win just because of Patrick Mahomes. State Farm. I just feel Got like a lot State of money Farm. That was last too. year. Huge last year was State clients. Farm year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> more, I mean, more experience there. Yes, yeah. more experience, and he's just so stinking good. So, yeah. And it's not Brock Purdy's time yet. I mean, he's only making eight hundred and fifty. Maybe a teat food. They can't let the eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar quarterback win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, they can. They should. That Wouldn't would that be, be a great twist to the script? Wouldn't though? that be a twist? Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the Super Bowl, DoorDash is doing a huge giveaway. This is kind of crazy. They want to give one lucky winner. One of everything being advertised during the Super Bowl on Sunday. One of everything? One of everything. So here we go. This is what you would win. A BMW i5 M60 electric vehicle. A Kia EV9 SUV. A Volkswagen of some sort. A Clydesdale horse saddle. 1,000 Popeye's wings. Whoa! 80 drumstick (laughs) ice cream cones. A 30-pound bucket of mayonnaise, 288 packages of peanut butter M&Ms, 60 bottles of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, a FanDuel kick of Destiny helmet. That's the beginning of the list. There this is, is more wow. stuff. All, to win, all you have to do is crack the code in the actual DoorDash ad and then enter it at the website, uh, doordash-all-the-ads.com. So one person is going to win. All of it. So that's three cars. And again, that's awesome. these are all things that, these are all products that will be advertised, advertised during the Super Bowl. Correct. I like that chicken wings. 1,000 Popeye's chicken wings? I like three cars. Dang. <laughs> I'm back to the chicken. <laughs> what else did you say? Mayonnaise. I, t- right? I tuned out after you said God. a 30 gallon drum of mayonnaise and 1,000 chicken wings. <laughs> like, oh my God. Well, to give you an idea how much it's costing, this year, a 30-second ad during the game is about $7 million, which is pretty much the same as last year. And advertisers think it's worth it. Last year's game was watched by 115.1 million viewers. 
Taylor Swift on hand this year, who knows how many people will be watching, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So they're spoiled. Do you want spoilers yeah. for the ads? Sure. Why not? If you don't want them, just, you know, think about something Here else. Here we go, right. Uber Eats already teased an ad with David and Victoria Beckham who revealed that in- Jennifer Aniston would also be in it. Ad is, yeah, it includes David Schwimmer, Jelly Roll, and Usher. Huh. That's a lot of big names for wow. Uber Eats. Oh, yeah, I did see the Jelly Roll tease commercial, too. That was pretty funny. Bud Light's got Peyton Manning, Post Malone, UFC boss Dana White, and a T-Rex. Dove's ad aims to keep girls in sports. And Anthony Hopkins plays a mascot for, is it Stoke, Stock, Cold Brew Coffee? Oh, yeah, Stoic. Stoic? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's exciting. And each of those, you could win each one of those products. Yes. From DoorDash. From DoorDash. I wonder if you win Uber Eats for free Uber Eats for a year from DoorDash. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. <laughs> how do they how do they maneuver if that? That's a no. part of it. Maybe or, they yeah. give you a gift card. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, yesterday we yeah. had a, a like a little Super Bowl party here at work, and a part of the uh, Super Bowl party was they sent out a link where you could make predictions for the Super Bowl, and then like they'll just tally it up and give bragging bragging rights to whoever was right. But one of the questions it asked was, "What do you think the first commercial will be? Like, what do you guys think that when they?" You know, they do all the hoopla, the anthem and everything. Then they do the first plays. Then they go to the first commercial break. What do you think the first commercial will be? Hellman's. Hellman's? State oh. Farm. State Farm? Doritos. Doritos. See, I picked uh, Bud Light. So maybe we should do a little internal bet to sure. see who's going right. to be right. Uh, speaking of the soup burr bowl, was this a fun committee thing well, the, that you it, all put it, together? It was a whole building thing. So our, what, did, well, what is the Super Bowl? Is S-O-U-P. Yes. So I think this started many years ago when we were at our old location. The radio people would get together and they would do what's called the Super Bowl. So it was just everyone could enter in their their favorite soup to be the winner of the Super Bowl. And it was all around the Super Bowl. And this was different than the chili. Yes. This would take place the week leading up to the Super Bowl. This would be like a little inter-office thing where people basically make soup compete yes. for the best soup of the building of the building, of the yes. building. In the building so yeah. how many soups were there yesterday well we decided to do the entire building so our digital department and our radio department and the whole building got together there were 12 people that entered the super bowl and what kind of soup did you make i made this creamy chicken enchilada soup 
which was a total stolen recipe from Instagram. I just Mm -hmm. got it off a reel. Okay. And I won. And you, look at you. I know. I was, and you know what's funny is I didn't even stay to participate because they weren't going to eat until 1230, 1 o'clock. I was like, I have so many other things. So I just made the soup and left and I asked Jen Petunas. I said, well, you grab my crock pot afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even, like, participate in the Look whole thing. Look at you, and you won. Well, you didn't have to, because you're on the fun committee. Yeah. <laughs> so, I helped set it up. You um, organized it. Hey, Jen, can you handle this for me? And uh, <laughs> while you're at it, just make sure I win. No. <laughs> Since I'm on the fun committee. Can you stuff the ballot box? How does the voting? Yeah, there wouldn't be a Super Bowl the without the fun committee. They That's do true. the voting online. They send you a link, and then you vote, like, number one, number two, number three. I, place, I really place, wasn't anticipating winning it at all. But did, did you think your soup was pretty good? Now she sounds like Taylor Swift. Oh my oh God, my you guys! God, you guys, I won a fifty dollars Kroger gift card. Oh, oh my God. God! Was that the? That was the grand prize. That of, was the grand prize. Uh, we bought a fifty dollars Kroger gift card, so I'm excited that I get to go to Kroger for yeah. that. But did you think your soup was pretty good? Well, I will tell you, I um, made it. it good I, I made it. Heat. I made it at our house, and Scott and I loved it. We were like, "Oh, this is so." good i go yeah you know what i think i might make it for the super bowl because since i'm on the fun committee i feel like i have to enter into all the stuff that we do because i'm encouraging everyone else to do so so i'm trying to lead you by have example. to participate right so yeah. I was like, you I gotta think- at least submit something you don't yeah. have to stay for it but- right but i can at least submit right so that's what i did and then um it's i was kind of shocked i wish i had some to let you guys try but it was gone white chicken mm. enchil- no it was creamy, creamy chicken enchilada soup creamy chicken enchilada soup. yeah hmm I'll have to bring you guys some in. Yeah. Congrats on your win. And give it a go. Thank you. Very cool. Big stuff. All right. Well, why are Snoop Dogg and Master P suing Walmart? Well, because Walmart is screwing them over in a big, bold way. Yeah. I was just, didn't they enter into some kind of partnership or something with Walmart? Or did I make that up in my head? I think you're making stuff up. No. There's the here's the deal. They're suing Walmart and the cereal brand Post Foods for conspiring to hide Snoop cereal. The cereal launched in Walmart stores last July, and the suit claims the customers complained they could no longer find it a few months later. When Walmart's website showed the cereal to be completely sold out everywhere, store employees found boxes of it hidden in a stock room. Both Post and Walmart say they did nothing wrong with Post going so far as to say that consumer demand did not meet expectations. How does that even work in grocery sales? Like, you know, let's say your your Post or Kellogg's. You know, obviously you have a relationship with all these different grocery retailers. Do you have a cut? Like, does is there a contract? Do you purchase a certain amount of shelf space? How high the shelf is? Like, yeah. do you have any control over that whatsoever, or do you just hope that they buy it and it sells? I'm and guessing, is it dependent on that alone? I'm guessing that you pay for prime real Place estate yeah. on the shelves. And sometimes they stock it themselves. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. the Frito-Lays people in the chip part stocking it themselves. So if you are Snoop Dogg or Master P and you put you get your cereal in Walmart, and even if it's not selling, if, you got, if you've got a deal for a certain amount of shelf space and they pull it, mm-hmm. And maybe that's why they're suing. It's like, hey, we had a deal. Yeah. Regardless of sales, I rented this space right. for this much time, and you yep. didn't honor it. Yeah. I don't know. How does Good that question. work? I don't know. 
I don't know. How are those deals set up? And are they the same? Are they uniform for everybody? Because I imagine you have to pay extra for an end cap. I know, too. When I I lived in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, that's where Walmart's headquartered. And I knew a lot of people that worked for P&G and, you know, all these different brands that had offices there. They would have to build an end cap at their office. Mm -hmm. The Walmart people would come and go, mm, we don't like the way that looks. It needs to look this way. That should be over there, da 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 da, da. And they'd have to figure it out, and then a Walmart would give the stamp. Of approval. That's how it would show up in the store. Huh. Wow. I mean, I don't know how it works. Yeah, it's with- funny. I mean, you think it's just random. Like, when you walk down aisles, you don't think about what goes into, where you know, goes. where things are placed. Oh, yeah. Yep. It always worked out, though, because our friends that worked at all these vendors, all <laughs> yeah. these different companies, after the end cap display would be there for you know the presentation then all that food would be given away so it'd be like hey i work for milkbone you need any milkbone products yes hook me up <laughs> drop them by yeah the the folks at post or at least i think it was post cereals they sent a box of like fruity you know different varieties of fruity pebbles and some mm-hmm. some post fruity pebbles swag because it, it came up on a second date update when we were talking about this date they went on they went to yagut and it you know led to this Side discussion about you know the different toppings you can put on, and I mentioned fruity pebbles, and and uh, so they sent like a box of different fruity pebbles, and, but they signed it. The letter was from the post slash like Kroger team or something, as if yes, oh yeah, yeah. They all oh, of yeah. those companies have people in Correct. every major hub where there's a grocer because they do one on one on one business. There's like three hundred something P and G people that live in Arkansas that just do P and G sales for walmart so i'm sure it's the same thing for the kroger so these post folks like they only deal with kroger on any given day Mm -hmm. some of them yeah yeah. it's super interesting it's a whole like industry yeah i I don't know anything about it i find it fascinating there's specific software they use and you should talk to joe in our production department because his wife rachel reps certain products for certain grocery stores Mm -hmm. like she'll have a certain account like you know i do a lot of things with like danone who has a local agency, but they're based out of Europe. Right. But they do, um, you know, international delight creamers, and they do, like, the Kroger Wellness Festival. Mm. So they have, like, products that they rep here locally that also go into Kroger, and they work with them direct. Mm-hmm. You That's should talk to her. Yeah, she knows that. You talk to Joe. He knows a lot about this. Yeah, think of the influence it has on what you buy. Absolutely. You know, and then you get frustrated when you can't find your product is it because it simply didn't sell or did someone outbid the product for that space yeah which makes it interesting yeah money 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 right uh anything else on the e-news front i don't think so i think that is it we'll leave it there for now i'm sure there is uh and we'll get to it shortly after seven o'clock but we got some other business to take care of as well including three headlines for you two of those headlines are fake one headline is real if you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a uh, four-pack of tickets to the Children's Theater performance of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella Youth Edition of the Taft Theater. Uh, it's going on February 17th through the 26th. We will tell you exactly when to call it. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Uh, a lot of people are going to be betting on the Super Bowl. going to tell you where they're putting their money. And uh, have you done the full-body deodorant yet? And six phrases you will hear in the most successful relationships. It is Wednesday, the 7th of February, 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Let's talk about where people are putting their money. According to the New American Gaming Association survey, record 67.8 million Americans are expected to bet on Super Bowl 58. That is 26% of U.S. adults. Wow. That is also a 35% increase from last year. That is a lot. What? Well, they make it so much easier now. Yeah, you're right. Online it's Apps, very it's baby. very easy to lose all of your money now. Oof. Yeah. Overall, people plan to wager a total of twenty three point one billion with a B on the big game, which is up from sixteen billion last year. About half of the gamblers are going to make those wagers online, but more than a third will put up money casually with friends. And about a quarter will participate in office pools like those squares competitions. I like those. Yeah, those are I'm good with the squares. That's yeah. easy. I always get the worst ones. I'm usually mm-hmm. one of the last ones in, and yeah. I just kind of get whatever's left. Where you get three and zero. Right, exactly. You're like, what? <laughs> zero is good. Yeah, when I yeah. worked at a, at a station in New York, I was the last person. It was like my first day, and they had already they were already in it. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just take the remaining square. Like, sorry, it's not a very good one. Okay. What sucks? Two sucks. Yeah. Nine sucks. Anything that's not divisible by seven and seven. three. I forget what it was yeah. so many years ago. But anyway, I won. You did? How much know, did you win? Funny? Yeah, it was you a couple like, hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't wow. happy. <laughs> like, who's this new guy? Wait a minute. <laughs> My favorite thing is when you think you're going to win the quarter and then all of a sudden somebody runs it down the field and you're like, ah! no. Yeah. If you would have just dated 7 and 14, I could have won. Yeah. Uh, anyway, for the record, betters are nearly split on the outcome of the game with 47% planning to bet on the Kansas City Chiefs and 44% planning to bet on the San Francisco 49ers. Well, I think the Chiefs are going to win it. I would like I to see that right. little Brock Purdy. I would love to see him beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. And I like I love watching Patrick Mahomes play. If the Chiefs Thanks are a lot. Right Thanks for saying that. And the Bengals aren't playing, I will <laughs> Appreciate watch you. the Chiefs, right? Um because he's just fun to watch, but it would be cool to see They've been there enough. The Chiefs have been there enough. Yeah. You know, they just won it last year. Let the new kid on the block win it. Yeah. And he's right. so cute. Mm-hmm. Precious little thing. He looks 12. Will you guys stay up for the whole thing? Depends you think you're going to make it to the end? Depends on how good of a game it is. 
If it's close, I will. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I we'll always... say, yeah, like to Jen's point, if it's a really good game, if it's exciting, if it's neck and neck, yeah, and there's a lot of drama on the field, mm-hmm. big stories, sure. I, yeah. I might get yeah. sucked in. I'm excited because I was reading some of the Super Bowl halftime show rumors uh, because, you know, they always have all of these rumors going around about who are the surprise guests going to be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that uh, Lil John and Ludacris are going to join Usher Ludacris. on stage. Because, well, because they do, yeah. And then the other one, Jen, you'll love this, is that it's rumored that Justin Bieber. The Biebs. Because Justin Bieber and Usher are really good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, Usher was one of the early supporters of Justin Bieber. And Justin, I would love that. Well, and Justin Bieber has that, um, oh, I forget the name of his, uh, that he has. that made The him, clothing brand? No, no, no. The the illness that made him stop touring. Oh. Um, I can't remember Epstein, the name. no. I can't um, remember what it was called. But he recently. Well, pre- Bar, go ahead. Anyways, he recently performed at the hockey. Um, the NHL. NHL hockey game. thing. So people are like, oh, he's been I performing. He's, he's been rehearsing. It will be really fun to see him come out. And we're hearing that they're going to sing Peaches because Usher is from Georgia. Peaches. So that's also where he gets his weed. Yes. <laughs> he gets his weed from California. <laughs> oh, that's right. He gets his yeah. But his peaches grow from in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah weed which in is California. Where, yep. There you go. So there's a lot of things kind of going Sorry. into that direction. I would love to see. I, I'm I I'm ready for some Justin Bieber music. Yeah, same. Well, even though a lot of workers are back in the office, plenty of people still have virtual work meetings. Uh, so, what are the worst things you can do during those meetings, other than opting to not wear a shirt? <laughs> A uh, poll gave a long list of controversial behaviors and asked people whether they are never acceptable during a Zoom, always acceptable, or acceptable for informal meetings on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And in the end, having a TV on in the background was the biggest no-no. Volume or just visual? Just visual. They don't want to see. It's It's a distraction, some kind of distraction, I guess. of people said that's never acceptable. Uh, Also, never acceptable on a Zoom call. Vaping came in at at number two, followed by smoking. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. No. Uh, Followed by drinking an alcoholic drink. How do you know? It's just ice water. Calm down. You got a big old frozen margarita. Just put it in your cup, (laughs) man. I kind of feel like if you're working from home... Anything goes? Yeah. <laughs> it's my office. I'm at home. That's true. It's yeah. my office. That's kind of I can I do feel, whatever I want in my office. That's why they're calling people back to the office. But you're still <laughs> in they don't know how to time. behave at home. Right. You need to put your pants on, Tim. Yeah. They got people wearing pajamas and sunglasses to hide their hangover. See, I'd be more worried about what would be going on in the background behind me. The people that would be traipsing around my house. What the animals might be getting into. What, yeah. One of the funniest videos I've ever seen is the woman who's on a serious work call, Uh you know, and it's like a merger meeting and she's got attorneys and stuff and she's working from home and her dad walks by naked on his way to the shower. (laughs) Or the, uh, in the background, (laughs) having no idea that she's right. 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 Or the gentleman that's on some sort of official call. I think he was a government employee. And then his kid comes in in like the walker. 
Oh, and scoots yeah. in, and then the wife comes in and like scoots him out. <laughs> I remember that That's one too. That's a good one too. That is a good or one. Or I've been on some zooms recently um, where the dogs are going nuts in the background. Oh, All barking. of a sudden, they come up and they're like, <laughs> and you can hear it panting. I'm like, oh, what's God. happening? Just terrible. Well, what was bad? I was on a Zoom call the other day, and you know everybody had their mics on because it was a group conversation and you know how when you're the one talking your picture is the big screen Mm -hmm. the big picture on the screen well i got Merly going nuts in the background so somebody else is talking but my face keeps flashing up on the screen because of the dog is he barking yes he's he's going nuts (laughs) i don't know why there wasn't anything to be barking at but he was could you have muted doing his thing yeah i did after a a second yeah because i'm like Goofy dog. And then I also have cats that like to put their butt right in the camera. <laughs> but those are like more informal Zoom calls, right? Yeah, that yeah. wasn't anything. It's not a yeah. big deal if you're... No, it wasn't yeah. like that, thankfully. Uh, what else we had this morning? Okay, let's talk about body odor. This is something that came up during the Facebook Live video this morning. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, there may be some uncomfortable moments. Just consider that heading in. But if you think about it, it is a little strange that we apply deodorant, but only to a few small areas. Like, do you ever feel like you need more coverage than just your armpits? Maybe a lot more coverage? There are some products out there that are that are what's known as whole body deodorants. Mm-hmm. What's the one? Lumi? Lumi, Lumi yeah. Lumi is the one we're familiar, of because it, familiar with because the woman that developed it, she's an OBGYN, I think, and... She gets real close up to the camera, and she's putting it in all her parts. Plus, I feel like if you check female on any of your social platforms, they are sending the ads to one. you because I feel like they, I see it all the time. Yeah, apparently they're catching on. Searches for body deodorant have increased 27% last year. And the hashtag full body deodorant on TikTok has more than 23 million views. Uh, one expert says we are finding, for some reason, that people are struggling with body odor in general. Uh, yeah, and I want to know why. I, it has to be something that we're putting into our systems, whether it's food, Processed pills, stuff or, yeah, oh yeah pills, medications, global warming. Something. I mean, think about you go out for a really good night. You really go out and tie one on, and then you sweat the next day. You can smell that alcohol on your skin. So you know it's something that's going in. Men seem to be more focused around their chest and private areas these days, but for women, it's under bras. Yeah, we've been doing that for decades. So that's not a new thing. I don't feel like it is. It's probably just now one of those things where people are talking about doing it, but definitely in the summer, you got to put a little deodorant under I've never felt the need to put deodorant anywhere other than my armpits. Yeah, but like as a woman, I'll put it underneath my boobs because your boobs sweat in the summertime. That I get. And that's gross. And you sometimes you can like feel it like dripping down into your stomach. It's Mm. disgusting. And then between my legs, if I wear a dress, I'll put it like between my thighs just for, you know, chafing reasons mm-hmm. there used to be like can i make a suggestion on that sure just get yourself some boxer briefs well, like some men's tommy john boxer briefs just that if they don't make them long enough for women just use men's so there's a couple of different things with that one sometimes they still roll up because your thighs are going so they'll start to roll up right oh because you can't always get them long enough if you're wearing a shorter dress they make special things like that to wear underneath dresses yeah i mean you can get 
Like, yeah, there are garments. But are they comfortable? Go. Yeah. The Tommy Johns are pretty comfortable. Yeah, I think they are. Um, I mean, I haven't worn a dress. I couldn't tell you the last time I put a dress on. Because um, that was the thing, like, my biggest thing about boxer briefs is they come in different lengths and i would get the longest possible like almost down to my knees which mm-hmm. i realize if you're wearing a super short dress that's probably not ideal but they come in different oh, yeah. lengths but i just like them because they're soft they they're comfortable they mm-hmm. stay in place they're supportive yeah. yeah which is less of an issue for you yeah they used to make some really nice powders for like specifically for under your boobs and Shower to shower each really day. Nice. <laughs> well, they have that one that's no, it called nice. Oh, it wasn't that? <laughs> what about the monkey butt? That's another one oh, that's yeah. known. Like a lot of guys that participate in sports like to put that on their areas. Remember, we had a second date update where the guy wore maxi pants. Oh yeah, around his stuff. Yeah. It says some <laughs> people take extra showers if they feel like they need it. Others use fragrances or even layering their clothes to mask the odors. Mm -hmm. Or they apply their usual deodorant to other areas, even if they weren't designed for that. Yep. Uh, But I guess the idea is that these newer products are safer and more effective to apply throughout your body, not just under your arms. Uh, There's also a lot of talk about so-called natural solutions that don't require a special product. Yeah, like, what are you eating? Well, like, I, I trust... You guys, you know, more Fritz. She's more likely to just blurt out. Well, she also know, has a hey, her some, nose. She's very, her she's sense of smell sense is of very smell. sensitive. Yes, yes. So, you know, if one of us isn't smelling right, she's the first to say it. <laughs> yes. And she ain't shy about it. No. And if I'm not sure, because, you know, you can never smell yourself, right? Correct. Unless you're really bad. Yeah. Fritz is volunteer to check my armpits, and uh, I do the same for her. It's a... Uh, yeah. Really good. And it's kind of weird. But but they're sister thing. Yeah. Yeah, But hey, whatevs. That's what, you know, that's what you do. That's what friends do. You have each other's backs. Do you ever, have you ever told a friend like, whoo, you're ripe. You better get it together over there. I don't think so. I don't think it's, I don't think that's come up. No. You don't don't hang around a lot of sweaty people. Maybe they're just really good at hygiene. Maybe. I mean, you guys have probably smelled their day or two, because I don't really wear deodorant very often. Yeah. I hugged someone recently who smelled like there wasn't body odor, but you could tell it was sweat. Like that person had worked up a sweat somehow doing something. And I maybe nothing. didn't want to say She might have just been sitting there. (laughs) In her own personal sauna. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please let me know if I'm that person. Yes. Yeah. And I think for me... I feel like I can tell you about body odor, but when you've got bad breath, that feels a little more personal to me. I don't know, like, the nice, nicer way to be like, Hawkins. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would still want you to tell me. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. You might need to get a couple of those, uh, like, you know, little minty things Altoids. going. Well, mm-hmm. Altoid, that's what I was looking for. I'll chew a few of those up. Altoids, yeah. I'll just oh my give God. you guys Mentos. Here you, you go. go. Here you go. Have one of these. There you go. <laughs> All right, coming up, the six phrases you'll hear in the most successful relationships is your news that didn't make the news. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Uh, even people in healthy relationships fight sometimes. Uh, but it's like I always say, I, I'm i more concerned with how they fight or how we fight. Mm-hmm. Less concerned about the fight, uh, more focused on how we fight. A pair of psychologists who've been married 35 years came up with a list of the phrases people in good relationships tend to use a lot. Okay. And they grouped them into six different categories. There are six different categories. All right. There's the... I feel statements. I feel. The I need to calm down. (laughs) Stop actions. Getting to yes. Expressing your appreciation. And the I'm sorry. Okay. So we'll go through these one at a time. The I feel statements. You don't have to start with those exact words, but it really is just about expressing emotions in the argument. Like I'm, I'm getting scared or... Uh, that hurt my feelings, or I feel like you don't understand me right now. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that you hear in arguments. That's a phrase you hear in arguments with people who are in healthy relationships. Yeah, instead of saying, you know, you say I feel instead of saying you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. You never listen. Right. I, I, feel, I feel like you haven't been as attentive lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I need to calm down. This is about taking a breath. Other examples include, this is important to me. Please listen. Mm-hmm. And can I have a hug? Aww. I like that you recognize that you need to calm down for yourself <laughs> and that he and or she is not telling you, you need to calm down. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a difference between those two. For sure. Yeah. Because you need to calm down is definitely a... Um, Yes, on the fire for some. Fritz loves it when you tell her to calm down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most women do. Yes. Yeah. And to relax, relax yes. is another one. You need to calm down and relax. Just relax. You're getting crazy. Over woo, there. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> uh, the other technique that you see quite often in successful relationship are what's known as stop actions. It's similar to the last one. Phrases like, hold on, let's start again. Can, can we take a break and talk about something else? Or, hey, I might be wrong. No. Wow. Well, no? let's not get wow. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Say that one out loud again. You know, I might be wrong, but I I feel like you're checked out lately. Mm-hmm. And see, I just employed two techniques there. Look at you go, master communicator. Uh, number four, getting to yes. Right isn't that isn't that the goal is finding the common ground phrases that validate the other person and help you meet at least halfway things mm-hmm. like no i hear what you're saying i absolutely i get your point yes i agree with that part of what you're saying no i i see where you're coming from it what you're saying totally makes sense mm-hmm. on paper mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but here's my point mm-hmm we okay, that. we're communicating. Communicating. We right? do that in our house. That's the first one so far on this list, so we do that one. Okay. okay. Get, that's called getting to yes. Getting to yes. Uh, number five, expressing your appreciation. Lines like, I understand. Hmm? I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Thank, Thank you for you. telling me that. Yes. Thank you for telling <laughs> me that. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. We learned that from Jen. That was, yeah. Thank you for telling me that, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> I Use love you doesn't hurt either if my it's favorite, appropriate. My favorite thing that my kid does now, she'll go, can I tell you something? And, she'll, and I'm like, I prefer you don't. I, I go, absolutely. Yes, you can tell please. me anything. 
and then she unloads. Oh. I have a person that I struggle to communicate with terribly. And we have different definitions for the word listen. Like, would you please listen to me? You know, I'm saying, hear what I'm saying. Try to understand what I'm saying. Take it in. Take it in. Listen, just please. Uh, hold on. Listen. I'm too busy trying to come up with a comeback. Right, right exactly. But they hear listen as I, when if, if I say to them, you're not listening to me, they hear, you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. And it just, it, it's, it's so hard because I have to not say that trigger word because this person will not be told what to do by anybody. And so if I say, please listen to me, <laughs> to them, they're hearing, you're telling me what to do. Do what I say. I'm you're not, not the boss not, of me. I'm not doing what you are telling me to do. It's like, yeah, but like, you, what is that that you always say? There's listening to understand and, and listening to respond. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference between Huge. the two of those. And <laughs> once you understand that there's two different ways, when you're having conversations with other people, you learn very quickly what kind of listening they're doing. Are they really hearing what I'm, you know, trying to understand what I'm saying? Or are they just, just trying to come back with something? To get out of it. Yeah. Just to get out of it. Listen just to think to about what they're going to say. Just thinking about what they're going to say next. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the I'm sorry technique. Or even just admitting that you're not perfect. Phrases like, all right, I may have been a little over the top with that. All right, I may have been a bit extreme. I realize I can see my part yeah. in all this. That was an emotional response. I didn't really mean it. I'm sorry. Let me try again. Yeah. Those are great phrases. Yeah. They're, they're very <laughs> effective, especially uh -huh. when used in conjunction with these other techniques. Yeah. There are days when Chris is stressed out about something. Maybe it's work-related. Nothing to do with me. And he is just very... Mm-hmm. Mm he just shuts up down, and it almost comes off to me like, "What did I do? What, what did I do now?" Mm -hmm. And then I know now that I, you know, we've been together for a long time, so I know that that's how he handles stress. Mm -hmm. He just turns into sort of like a bear. He just kind of gets, you know, in his sour mood for whatever reason. I just know now to wait, just wait <laughs> it out, because then he'll come back and he'll say the. Thank you for dealing with me. Don't poke the bear. Thank, thank you for dealing with me during uh -huh. that, you know, two hours of stressfulness. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, it's good that you know that about him because, you know, that on someone else could mean like, well, he doesn't care. He's not He's not asking me what's wrong. He's yeah. not He's not caring enough My feelings to don't see matter. how I feel. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to work this out with me. But, you know, I think a lot of guys are like that, though, where they just, I, I need I need space and I need to process this. Mm -hmm. I need time to decompress because right now is not the time for me to have this conversation. But you need to, like, internalize it. You know, usually I find, like, guys are the ones that need to, like, think, internalize it for themselves before they can get it out or they'll just get it out and then they end up having to go down the route of biting your head off i'm sorry i right. overreacted <laughs> all the yeah. things that you just said sorry i just blew my stack after right it. so it's almost better sometimes if you don't mm -hmm. talk right yeah. mm -hmm. just give me space yeah 
What is today? Wednesday? It is. Yes. Man, something. This week is flying by. Okay. Uh, weather-wise, sun and cloud mixed today. We'll see a high around 58. A little warmer tomorrow, but not as much sunshine tomorrow. The good news is we'll see a high of 60. But for now, it is 29 at Cincinnati's Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is looking for a second date update. She went on a date with a guy named Dylan, and we're going to try to put these two together again. Hi, Krista. How are you? Hey, guys. Good. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for asking. Let's start from the beginning. How'd you meet Dylan, and how'd the first date go? Okay, so we met on Bumble, and we met just for, like, a coffee date. And it ended up being, like, over two hours. Nice. That's a long, so, co- that's a lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we just had so much fun talking and we were laughing and we have everything in common. Well, not everything, but like we had a lot in common. We're both teachers. We both went to the Ohio State University. We're oh. both foodies. We both love to cook. I don't know. It just, I don't want to use the word perfect, but we just really. You had a lot. We really, yeah, we had a lot in common. We really clicked. We talked about recipes because we both love to cook. The restaurant scene here, our families and our backgrounds and our childhood. Like, it was just like all kinds of stuff. And honestly, I just can't even imagine a better first date. That's great. Yeah, it was like. But was there an attraction there? Like, okay, so it's great that he was easy to talk to and it was effortless and you have all these things in common. Were you feeling an attraction to him? 100%, yes. And you felt like it was mutual? Yes. Like, it was on every level. Like, physically, I felt the connection. Like, friendship-wise, you know what I mean? Like, just being able to talk and hang out. It was amazing. We had this, like, cute idea. It was, like, really his idea that we should get together twice. And on the first date, he would pick the restaurant that he loved. And on the second date, we'd go to the restaurant that I would choose because we're both foodies. And it was like a cute little like second and third date plan we had. And then he just disappeared. Mm. Mm. So how did the day or the coffee date end? Like you, you said goodbye with the understanding that you were going to make plans because you hadn't made any concrete plans, it sounds like. No, it wasn't concrete like meeting Thursday. At, no. Got but it. it so you were expecting idea. him to call you first. Yeah. Like I know sometimes first dates are awkward and then like if it doesn't work out, we're not surprised. But like this one, it seemed like we were both having such a great time. Yeah. We've all been on a bunch of, like, not great first dates, and this one was, like, really good. So I was like, oh, I th- you know. Yeah, that's a bummer not- when, when you f- walk away from it so positive, like, oh, man, I, we're going to make something happen here. And then it just it, that letdown sucks. For sure. I was excited, and now I'm, like, so disappointed. I just want to see, like, maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's some confusion. I don't know. There's always a chance. <laughs> <laughs> we like to think so, don't we? Yeah. We do. We like to I believe in possibilities. I hope so. Well, the, well, here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Dylan, see what he's been up to. Maybe he got sidetracked with something else, something that's taking his time and attention. Could have nothing to do with you. 
or maybe he was expecting you to call him. I don't know. It could be something silly. We've been doing second date update long enough that nothing surprises us anymore. Yeah, for sure. You ain't kidding. So when we come back, we'll talk to Dylan. We'll get it all straightened out one way or another. Okay. All right. Stick <laughs> around. We'll be right this back. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Dylan and Krista is they have a lot in common out of the gate. Like they're both teachers. They both went to OSU. They're both foodies. They love to dine out. They're both cooks. Aside from the fact there was that ease of chemistry, easy to talk to, seemingly a mutual attraction. The understanding that they would go on a couple of restaurant dates where she would pick the restaurant and he would pick the restaurant. Maybe the other way around. He'd pick the restaurant first. But nothing ever happened after that initial two-hour coffee date. So oh for two. We're going to call Dylan and see what he thought of Krista and that two-hour coffee date. If he was feeling the same thing that Krista was or if there's something entirely different going on. You ready, Krista? Yeah. <laughs> I like how she's sure but not sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah like, what have I got myself into? Right. And now just, we're here. You let us take the lead, Krista, yep. and, and we'll, okay. we'll get you there one way or another. Yeah. I, I'm excited, but I'm, like, a little insecure. I don't know. I, I Okay. We'll be with you every step of the way. Thanks. Hello? Hi, is this Dylan? Yeah, this is Dylan. Mask is gone. Jeff and Jen at Q102, not bill collectors. How are you? <laughs> what, this is a hi. How's it going? Did I win something? Hello. Or what's going on? It's going well. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are you calling me? We spoke to your friend, Krista, who said oh. you seem like a super nice guy. Did you forget to call, Krista? Uh, I, so, okay. I didn't realize these things were real. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That, I, this is the last thing I... Um, it's okay. I, this, you didn't do anything wrong. We're just trying to see how you're doing and what happened to you because she walked away with the impression uh, that you two were not... It, this is not an ambush. You don't have to be defensive. No, I'll, I'll go through with it. I mean, like, I think I have a pretty legit case here. A case for what? <laughs> so we had a good date. I liked her a lot. A lot of conversation, a lot of things in common. Had a great time. So all the, everything's going great. She told me that she shares a lot of recipes and has videos and all this stuff on her Facebook page. And mm-hmm. so after this great date, I went over to her Facebook page and I was checking it out. And she had tons of recipes and stuff like everything we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But then there's all these posts about a recent breakup that she had, like evidently a very bad breakup. And she was posting about how much pain she was in and how she didn't know how she was ever going to be able to date anyone. And she was asking for people, you know, who have been in relationships with like a narcissist and how they dealt with it. And people are commenting and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. How how old are these posts? How far back does this go? That's the thing. I, in my mind, I was just like, it must be from a long time ago. It was from the day before our oh, date. No. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Right? Okay. Right? I mean, like, so she's raising, did, we're did, did all this together, not come like, up? oh, no. Uh, yeah. Did you guys not talk about her yeah. recent breakup? No, didn't come up at all. I mean, it, it sucks because we were connecting on so many different levels, on so many different things. Yeah. They really, you know, past dating stuff didn't come up because, you know, for me on a date, first date especially, that's a major red flag. Yeah. So it, I was kind of blindsided when I went to the Facebook page and there was all of these posts everywhere. So for me, I don't feel like she's passed whatever she went through and ready for another relationship and i'm not ready to put myself out there you know i don't want to be like the bounce back i don't want to yeah, be the, the rebound next, you know, guy. Like, yeah 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 so i just i just kind of you know walked away uh you ghosted <laughs> yeah i did but i didn't know how to approach it you know because we had had a great date and a lot of connection and what am I going to do? Call her and be like, hey, you know, I was on your Facebook page and you're not over your ex? Like, I, it's just not a conversation I wanted to have with somebody that I met once. Well, it is a conversation we would like to have yes, if please. you're willing to <laughs> hang on with us because we have her on the other line. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of curious, too, Krista. You still with us? Yeah. So talk to us about your recent breakup and how this kind of plays into your interaction with Dylan. I I just I did just go through like a very difficult breakup and I don't know how familiar you are with narcissistic personality disorder, romantic partner abuse, but it's very difficult to recover from. And I was just reaching out to people online that have been through something similar because a lot of other people have been through it. And you know what? It didn't have anything to do with you. I didn't talk about my ex on the date at all. And I'm not sure why you, when we had such a nice time, would like judge me because I'm a sensitive human being that was like, still going through the pain of a breakup that has nothing to do with you. So I understand where you're coming from, but to me it does have something to do with me because if I'm going to date somebody and they're still in an emotionally raw place, listen, we had a great time and we had a lot of connection. And my thing is like, if I would have met you probably, you know, six months, a year from now, when you had a little bit of space in between whatever happened with you, then it probably would be great. But as it stands now, I mean, even in your voice right now, like, I can hear. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. You said it yourself. Uh, We didn't even talk about it on the date. And you and I really clicked. And I was really looking forward to start something new. And because I did just go through, like, not the best breakup (laughs) relationship. And I just don't think that's fair. And I think you're not a sensitive person. And some of us are sensitive people. Guys. Yeah. I'm just going to bow out. Okay. okay. Yeah, we understand. Clearly she's not over it, and I, I don't want to – I apologize, but – I am over it. I did oh, talk about the date, and I want to talk about cooking and recipes and, okay. and teaching. Right. Listen, I'm really sorry with how everything turned out, and I, I only yeah. wish you the best. And uh, Thank you. I'm gonna, Thank you. I'm gonna, I wish you the best, too. Maybe should I, like, text you again? I'm like, maybe. Because, like, I was really you know excited. Yeah, I'm I'm – I'm going to go, but again, so think about it. Maybe think, you, okay? think like a month or two else because yeah, we have that plan I, with the second date and the third date, and you seem like a really nice yeah. guy, and I think okay. you should give me a I think you might need a little bit of time and space, Krista. This I, sounds very yeah. raw for you right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. A little time yeah. and space. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so like in a couple I, uh, months. 
Yeah, we'll see. I'll we'll see. Okay, guys, I'm going to go ahead and hang out. All right, okay, Dylan. Man. Yeah. Thank you, Dylan. Take it easy, brother. Appreciate Thanks you. Thanks so much. All right, see you, buddy. Oh, honey. Hello. Yeah, I'm sorry. Didn't quite work out the way you wanted it to. No. I know, I know that, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine, you know, how difficult coming out of that relationship must, or, or I should say being in that relationship, the trauma that you went through and, and the post-traumatic symptoms that we feel when we're fresh out of a traumatic situation, all the stress, the anxiety, everything that comes along with it after just coming out of that, which is very, it's still very raw for you, no? Yeah, I guess life's just full of a lot of disappointments lately, and I, I thought maybe Dylan would be a I think maybe you me. need some time to heal. Maybe yeah. some time to really be good on your own. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what's crazy, though, too, is, like, I don't really think that you know that you need it until you realize that you need it. Because you're in this relationship and you just want to date somebody because you liked being in a relationship. But then you also have all of this trauma from this relationship. Oh, yeah. That you got to work through yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, you you feel mad and you feel sad. Yeah. And and then, you know, you have this encounter with Dylan that makes you feel good. Like, I can see how that would be intoxic, very intoxicating very quickly. And Mm -hmm. you want more of that because it feels good, right? Yeah. I just also think it's wrong. He would, like, judge me on my facebook post like that's stupid mm. like yeah it's just you know i'm sad to tell you it happens me. more often than you would think i mean when you make yeah, a new friend and you start trolling through their stuff you're like oh i thought they were pretty good but back in 2019 mm-hmm. boy was that a rough go yeah so judgy i have to be like so careful what i post it's just like i was trying to be like connect with other people that had like similar experiences I don't know. Well, sounds like you got a pretty good support system of friends there online. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people on there with like very similar experiences and it definitely made me feel like better, like I wasn't alone in this. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with me, you know. Well, and, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with talking to someone too. I'll tell you, I loved seeing a shrink. Oh mm-hmm. me too. It's great. Now, all of us on this show, I think, yeah, have gone to therapy At in one, point one form or another. Or another. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I can't speak for everybody else, but best thing I ever did for my mental health. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's good stuff. I was thinking about it. It probably is a good idea because, like, I really do have a lot in my mind and I'm having trouble, like, processing it all. And, like, I, 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 I'm confused because I thought it was a great date. And then it just, you know, now he just is rejecting me because of a Facebook post. So, well, he's just trying to protect himself, you know? Yep. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. It's him. It's him because that's not right to judge somebody. But I'll tell you what, I I think that one of the greatest indulgences you can ever treat yourself to is sitting down and talking to a mental health professional. Just having someone's undivided attention who's there to just listen to you. And you you get to talk about yourself as much as you want to without interruption. Yeah, and without a producer telling you, you got to go to break. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you could go every week. You can go once a month. Until you your therapist from- fires you and says, I can't. Your insurance won't justify this. You're going to have Well, honestly, we wish you the best. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very You're welcome. welcome. Good luck to you. Be well. Thanks. All right. If you need a little help with a second date update, all you have to do is send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Um, probably nothing. I mean, I hope I get a nap in, but that's about it. <laughs> Not even a piece of chocolate. If I'm lucky, I'll get a nap. People do. Is that normal? People normally buy themselves like a I Valentine's Day gift. That I Typical. buy myself a Valentine's gift. But if I'm walking through Kroger and I see the heart-shaped Russell Stover candies. I might just grab one. Okay, for Why yourself. Not? I know, because it's chocolate. Is that the one that tells you what is on the inside? That is so very helpful. Yeah. Because there's, I don't like coconut. Yeah. And I get very upset when I bite into a coconut. I feel like it's a wasted. Yes. Yeah. Pass it over to me. Well, Snack, you, I'll give it to well, you. Well, you know, Jen, you know, Jen, the next day is Single Awareness Day. And, you know, I'm happily single. That's when you get the half half off. That's pretty smart, okay. isn't it? Yeah. But I didn't know, like, as a single woman, if you treat yourself uh, as a gesture of self-esteem on Valentine's Day to whatever, it doesn't have to be candy, but maybe you send yourself flowers. Or, right. You, yeah. You go get a man. A day penny, of self-care. But a nap works. I, or I deposit in my bank account that's mine and mine only. Oh, there you go. That, too. That's pretty See? good. I like this. I Wendy do. is independent. I do. And hopefully you guys can give me $1,000 that I'll really deposit in my bank account. There you, betcha. you go. Yeah, I'm going to open up this envelope. We're going to see what your letter is, and you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. You cannot use the same answer more than once, and the key to winning, we think, is to pass as quickly as possible. That really is up got? to you. Today, okay. we have the letter... G for Galentine. Galentine's Day. I feel like we just had G recently. G's been popping up. Did we have G? I don't I remember. I don't know. Yeah, because someone said gonads. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. That was you. You said gonads. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'll bring my bell, but Natalie ganked it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, so we got right. 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen over here finishes asking the first question. Let's yep. go, Wendy. Now, don't repeat any of your okay. answers. And the key to winning, Wendy, is to pass quickly, okay? Okay. All right, so here we go. With the letter G, name something you wear to a Super Bowl party. Uh, glamorous top. Something fun. Uh, gambling. Something you stir. Galosh. Something you burn. Um, gummy. A city. Uh, pet. A farm animal. Goat. A condiment. Um, guacamole. A restaurant. Pet. Gold star! Gold star. What was your first question? Something you... Something you wear to a Super Bowl party. I said goggles. Oh, that's a good one. I'm showing up with goggles. Galoshes, maybe. I don't know. She used galoshes Galoshes. or something else. Uh, Yeah. Gambling is fun. I can't even read my own handwriting on number three. Gambling was a great one. Yeah. Oh, goulash. Or goulash, I think she meant. Yeah. Goulash, yeah. Farm animal goat. That was great. That was very good. Yeah. Condiment guacamole. That was great. That was amazing. Yeah, I struggle with that one. Yeah, that was good. Gogurt. Too. Gogurt. Gogurt. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That was a yeah. little bit more challenging than I thought. Yep. But you did pretty good. Well, thanks, guys. My You're third welcome. time in, so we'll keep going. All right. Keep plugging away, Anna. Have We're a great gonna... Valentine's Day. Make sure to have some candy, get that insulin uh, all screwed up, and then take a real hard nap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Right. Have at it. Have a great day. All right. You see too. you, Wendy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
You guys ever do that where you're like, I need to get a nap. I'm going to like overdo it on the sugar so I pass out. So you crash? I know it's no, doing damage I've in the future. never but... done that. No, I never have trouble napping. Not on purpose. <laughs> I do. I, I can't just lay nap down anymore. and close my eyes. Jeff, I think I know um, you were talking about Valentine's Day. And I, I don't know if you remember this, but I told you guys that I accidentally had Scott buy his own gift. I ordered him some underwear from... Tommy John and I accidentally charged it to his credit card. Oh, all right. So for you, Valentine's you busted Day. yourself. So then he just sent me a text this morning and said, Hey, I was thinking about what we could do for Valentine's Day. How about upgrading the TV in the family room? <laughs> They've got some great deals going on right now with the Super Bowl. And I write back, So what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it'll be here. So that's just your in present. Time. That'll be oh, your yeah. present. That's your present. I don't know. That's get a pretty new great. TV. Isn't that one of those things they tell you to buy though during this time? It's usually it's, after the Super Bowl. Is isn't that when it? you should do it? As I recall, it's the sales leading up to the Super Bowl that you know Circuit City back in the day and Best Buy and all those would promote, saying, "Hey, get it in time for the Super Bowl. Guaranteed delivery by the Super Bowl. Get your deal." On the big screen TV, what I think changes is the new models come out oh, shortly after. Uh, but okay. I could, who knows? Oh, maybe. That's a John Mattery's question. I yeah. feel like that was something we used to talk about all the time was this really is the best time of year to buy a TV. What size you got now? I, what really? size is he going to get? You yeah. have a pretty big one now, don't you? No. It's, I mean, how about, big are these? These are about, well, uh, what 48, say, 42, 42, 48. So Those maybe the next 48. size up. Are they? You think these are what? You think they're bigger? You they're, think these are fifty inches? I, no, I, I would say no. smaller. You I don't cut, know. You, you measure from the corner, corner to, to a the corner. corner. Yeah, you think Diagonal, that's more than three right? feet? I think they're forty twos. I think Jeff's right. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, if we, if we have a um, a cutout in the living room where the television is in there, uh-huh. and so if we have it Scott's way, I'm sure it will go from edge to edge. So it perfectly fits in the cutout. Yeah, like how big could you make it? I don't know. I'm really bad at math. And also, I would never be, I would never want to be put in charge of purchasing a television. So we had a 50-inch, and we moved it to the basement when we got the bigger TV for the family room. So now in the family room, we have... Not quite an eighty inch. I think it's seventy eight inches to be exact, but it it works. Like based on based yeah. on the distance between where we're seated to the wall, because that's what you're supposed to do, right? There's a there's math involved there that, depending upon how far away from it you sit, you can get too big in a room, right? Yeah, and it it looks fantastic. It really is great. You know, it's not too big, it's mm-hmm. not too small. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounds monstrous when you consider like what we watched when we were kids, right? So we moved the 50-inch down to the basement, and we're, and we're never down to the basement. Well, now, with the home reno that we're doing with Neil's design remodel, we've got drywall up now. Mm-hmm. She's going to put furniture down there. Yeah. We've got a dry bar down there. Yeah. And we're going to move the little uh, TV console uh-huh. back against the wall where it was before, and I'm assuming we're just going to keep the same TV down there because, again... Even though we're finishing, we're never down there. Right. Yeah, but you might be once you finish it. If that's you what put she a said. bar down there. Well, and that's how we were, too. She said, listen. Yeah. Should we consider getting a bigger TV <laughs> for the basement? I'm like, the one that we have. And I'm like, oh, my no God. Way. I've officially become old. Yeah. I'm like, the one that we have is perfectly fine. Uh-huh. I think your man card just left your body, too. Uh, something happened. Something's going Cause on. Because I heard it coming out of my mouth, and I'm like. <laughs> 
I don't feel like myself today. <laughs> uh, uh, Out of body experience. She for you. said, no, but when you think about like where we're going to have the furniture, you're going to be quite a distance back from that wall yeah. as opposed to before. Well, you need a whole. And you have that whole big giant wall. You need a theater room. You get the space for That it. was her suggestion. Yeah, that maybe why, we. The way, as much as you guys love movies, you need like a full blown whole wall. Yeah. And then, you know, know, fancy reclining chairs and stuff. So. Yeah. That's coming. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> now, I don't know if it'll get here in time for Valentine's Day, but it is something that came up. But speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, what did come up with Valentine's Day being a week out, if you find yourself in the position where you don't know what you're buying your sweetheart, uh, you might want to get on that. We already know what we're buying ourselves, though. And then that's why I asked Wendy that question. What are you treating yourself to for Valentine's Day? Because that is the thing. That's what people do, especially single people, but even people in relationships. Uh, they not only do, you know, the candy and the flowers and the dinner and, may, and they do jewelry, but they will also treat themselves to something. So what are they treating themselves to? Well, the number one answer on the board are heart-shaped boxes of chocolates. Most of them are candy, uh, conversation hearts. Hershey Kisses, M&M's, Chocolate Hearts, Chocolate Roses. Uh, two states prefer a candy that didn't rank first anywhere else. That was candy necklaces in Alabama, which I thought was weird. It's yeah. weird. And Cupid Corn things, in though. Michigan. Well, Cupid Corn? I don't even... Is that like is... candy corn, but it's pink instead yeah. of orange? Oh. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Yeah, it's red, pink, oh, and white. okay. Never. I remember that stuff. Yeah. Okay. I think it's supposed to taste a little different, too. It does, than candy corn. Yeah, than typical candy yeah. corn. I'm treating myself to dinner at Boca, and I'll probably take Kristen along with me. <laughs> That's nice of nice. you. Yeah. What does she usually do for, well... She's done. Uh, besides you, that, let's not go you, into too many details. I almost look at you talk about out loud that uh, you guys do for each other. Um, she did like one of the more clever things she did recently was she got a, a bottle of like small batch, one of the more rare small batch four roses bourbon, and she'll include that with four actual roses. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's cool. just little small gestures, little things like things. that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Valentine's Day. I know. <laughs> Yay. So we're not only celebrating Valentine's Day in the month of February, but it's also Black History Month. Uh, so you may be hearing stories of people like Rosa Parks, who's considered the mother of the civil rights movement. But her influence is even broader than that. A recent poll asked 2,000 women, and think of these women, think of these 2,000 women evenly split by generation, they were asked to name the most inspirational, famous women in their lives. Okay. And Rosa Parks was number one overall, followed by Princess Diana, Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Maya Angelou, Beyonce, Queen Elizabeth II, Serena Williams, Selena Gomez, and Taylor Swift rounded out the top 10. Oh, wow. Now, before the Swifties get upset about Taylor coming in behind a contemporary like Selena Gomez. (laughs) The the Swifties won't be mad because Selena and Taylor are besties. Well, and when we look at it closely, it looks like Serena, Selena, and Taylor kind of tied. Oh, okay. But the source doesn't make it 100% clear. But, you know, if nothing else, those three were close in the results. Okay. 
By the way, happy birthday to our oldest, Emma. She is uh, celebrating a birthday today. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Emma. Emma. A little Valentine's Day baby. Yeah. Yep. She and her husband are celebrating in Chile. <gasps> oh, nice. Wow. That ain't bad. Yeah, hiking in Chile. Uh, and we can't communicate with it. We on his phone for some reason his will work internationally, but hers is not. But everybody's uh, sending birthday greetings on the on the family group chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, she'll get those when she gets back. That she'll That's get nice. when she gets back. Yeah. Weather-wise, we've got sunshine out there, sun cloud mix. We'll see a high of fifty-eight today. Uh, tomorrow, not as much sun, but definitely warmer. Highs near sixty. And if you're uh, listening to us live, it's 32. It's this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Not fun. Not so, fun at all. Will we be doing uh, general anesthesia? Or are we going to be doing a local? We took a little Valium. <laughs> Add a girl. And we're going to have the laughing gas, nitrous, whatever that is. That's yeah. some good Straight stuff the right there. Hey. That's what I need. Good and then stuff. what's the so, plan the rest of the day? Just chilling. I'm not going to work today. I was like, that would probably not benefit anybody. So Yeah, yeah you're going to be slobbering out. all over yourself. Yeah, it's not a good look when no. you're in uh, the public, wor- you know, public world. So, yep. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it says here you're one of you're not adopted, are you, or are you adopted? It says you have six adopted siblings. So I am not. Just for context purposes, I have an older sister. She's my full sister, if you will. Okay. Um, then I have a younger half sister, which was my mom and my stepdad. Got it. And then my. My dad and my stepmom were not able to have children, so they have adopted six. Wow. So wow. That's a lot. So yeah. what, there's nine of it, you total? Yes. Yeah. Holy yeah. mackerel. So the older two, like, they were six and four, and I was, like, 13 when they came came to live with us. Um, wow. to be with us. But the newest four are 13, 14, 15, and 17. Wow. Oh, my gosh. What a group. That sounds so fun. It is, and it's great because I have an only child. Um, My Abby, she's 11. Yeah. And so it's nice to have their kind of like siblings, you know. They they get to hang out together and do the fun thing. So, yeah, it works out. It's, It's busy. Holidays are Nutty, but Did you ever feel as a kid growing up like you didn't get enough attention? Oh, Lord, no. I mean, because we were always, there was never really a difference shown. Like, everybody mattered. Everybody counted. And you, there was never that weirdness, yeah. if you know what I mean. Well, like, you had a lot of playmates to occupy your time. Of course. Right? Yes, yes. So, it was good stuff. That's great. Well, we're happy to have you in the club. Well, I'm happy to be in the club. Yeah. Um, when I sent in my application, I had put in there, like, I knew you guys asked, like, your best Q102, like, story. And I just have to shout out to him because, I mean, he made my day, buddy. We were 
at the Maroon 5 concert, my friend and I, and we ran across to the q 2 booth, and we were, like, chatting him up. We got a picture with him. That was a fun day. Oh, my God, it was so fun, right? (laughs) We walked away. We walked away, and my friend, Rindy, was like, do you know them? I'm like, what do you mean? Yes, like, I know them. That's so funny. Of course I do. So she's cracking up. Well, I I run into the bathroom. She's waiting outside, and when I came out, Tim had found her and was like, you guys were awesome. We're so cool meeting you. We want to give you some uh, pavilion seats, like, and that was just awesome. Oh, Yay, wow. Nice. Yes, so you got to be even closer great. to Adam Levine. That's incredible. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, girl. No, ma'am. <laughs> he is something to look at. Not oh, that good. you're not, Tim. He is. I'm not. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. Close second, Tim. You're a close second. Yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for being a part of our radio family. And hey, just to let you know, you are also, since you're one of our best friends, you're also registered to win one of our monthly prizes, $200 in gift cards to either Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment or Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. Oh my goodness, what yes. a bonus. Good luck today with your root canal. Thank you, friends. I'll be yeah. thinking about you. Take it easy. Bye. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.